This is John Janik. Paul Janik. Chris Hake, the wallet. From Moneybag Sodas. And you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast. Yeah, yeah. Tom and Zeus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Oi. Stop pressing the button. Star? Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh, no. Here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. All right. I'm going to grab me an ice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck them. That's all. 617 You do? Hey, fucko. Do you like Kiss? Settle down. Hey, Tom and Zeus, why after Christmas? You fucking assholes. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 199. Creatures of the Night, 40th Anniversary Super Deluxe Box Set. Woohoo! It's finally here, Tom. Yeah, we got him. Uh, no thanks to Kiss Online. Thanks, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. That's uh it's finally here, and uh hopefully this will be a, a recurring theme every year that we get to do one of these. Yeah, I actually, uh, w- once we get into the episode, I actually f- saw some kind of tidbits of information about other box sets that might be coming soon. We can kind of talk about that because who loves kiss rumors? Uh, it's almost it's almost like Joey Casada's here with us. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, gather around. You didn't hear this from me, but. Joey Casada. Somebody put a picture oh, I, up. I saw that. <laughs> of what's that guy's name? Stapp? What's his name? Scott Le- Stapp from Creed. <laughs> it did. It, it looks, looks just <laughs> like him. <laughs> but see, this is why Joey keeps making these friggin' little memes of me and you hugging each other under the you know under the pillows because he gets mad that we talk about him during our show. Yeah, I saw another video. Uh, like he put up an old ZO2 video of them. They were like in some pizza shop and stuff like that. It's like Joey looks podcaster weight in that ep- in that video. <laughs> he looked like a, a fat Joey Casada. Oh, I don't no. know. Oh, see, now we're in trouble. Yeah. Get up here, fat boy. Well, dude, he, like he doesn't take his shots. Come on. We love Joey. That's why we're talking about him right now. Five minutes into the show. No, he's <laughs> he, he, he does. More than anybody, get us to laugh. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Joey's a good guy, of course. Yeah, he cracks us up. I yep. think we have a lot of affinity Yeah, with Joey Cassada. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got yes. that Joey Cassada fella on the drums. <laughs> oh, Joey. You know, nothing like a little George Herbert Walker Bush impressions, right? We love those, of course. Yeah. 
So, Tom, last week, we continued eight weeks of Kiss Cruise talk. <laughs> yeah, the cruise is finally behind us. We yeah. had a great we had a great run of going on the cruise, then just banging out cruise related episodes, especially last week. Oh, that that was quite an endeavor. And we got yeah. it accomplished. Yep. And uh, we had the four bands that we really liked on the cruise come on and we interviewed all four of them. We somehow managed it. We yeah. had Black Savage, Plush, Sisters Doll, and Alley Maybe. Wow. Yeah, it was that was a blast. It was so great. The feedback has been incredible. We were thrilled to see uh, each of their band's social media share the posts themselves and mm-hmm. got some feedback from their followers. So uh, it, it was great. A lot of fun. And um, it was a super terrific, happy, fun hour type episode, four hours long. But that's OK. You guys, yeah. you consume it at your leisure. I think somebody asked, is that our longest episode ever? I guess yes. the Dawkin one was. Dawkin was that I think the this cruise one I think I believe it was three hours and fifty seven minutes I yeah. believe I'm not sure if Dawkin broke four hours. Well, we had four people going through an album review, so I may yeah. have. Yeah. Regardless, before we go forward, we go backwards and we talk about the poll that we did. But before yep. we get to the poll, we've got to read our sponsors' uh, information. And our sponsor is our favorite, favorite tax accountant. I don't know what else you'd be. I don't know why I had a pat. Well, yeah, you could say tax accountant because you could be accountant, counting beans. It's true. Or widgets. Right. Yeah. And that is Tony Barone. Yeah. Has yet to come down from the ceiling because we did rush and uh, we talked a little bit about. Uh, on Rage Against the Machine ARC episode, which dropped technically today. Today is Wednesday. Uh, so Tony is in a very happy place. Yeah, Tony's gotten lucky here. Uh, he's going to have to dig deep now for his Patreon picks because just a couple of them were just taken care of by us. So, yep, yep. So, hey, Loudcasters, ABCPA Inc. is an accountant firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that it consists you with all your accounting and tax needs. For businesses, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. Now, we're almost near the end of the year, and a lot of people have those business ideas. Well, I'll start my you know fiscal year 2023. I'll start my new business. Talk to Tony before you get that shit started. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorship, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in um, Nebraska and uh, Kentucky, I don't know, ABCPA Inc. can prepare an e-file on your behalf. What does that mean? It means no matter where you live in the United States, you can call Tony and Tony can help you. Did you know, Kiss Army, if you own a business with employees that had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state mandated shutdowns, you may be entitled to additional tax credits. Tom, who likes tax credits that you know? This guy. 
Why do you think that box set isn't $177 anymore on Amazon? <laughs> and I also like soda and cereal. <laughs> I don't know why. Follow him on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website, abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com or email Tony at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com or call them at 708-430-3232. 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. Get your taxes done. The year is ending. We need to save money. <laughs> Tom, let's talk about the poll we did. All right. So last week's poll was uh, we tried to get creative with these polls. So we had four bands on and we weren't going to say, oh, which band's the best. That's not going to be fair. to No, anybody. I did that on the Instagram before I knew we were going to have them on. Yeah. So uh, we we decided all the bands provided each of us and all of you with some funny stories, some kiss related stories. So. Yep. Yeah. The uh, poll was wh- which stories were the best or which did you have the most fun listening to? Was it Sisters Doll and their Peter Chris stories? Was it Plush and the Uncle Ace story? Was it the LA maybe telling us about Paul shoving the drummer story? Or was it Black Sabbath and the story about being there during the recording sessions during the reunion? No surprise. Reunion recording stories, 43%. Uncle Ace, the Ace cult, got got pushed out of the way. Speaking of pushing, twenty six percent for Uncle I Ace. I can't believe that. I yeah. thought that the Ace cult was at one point when I looked was winning by a lot. Ace cult didn't show up for this. They sat this one out. Uh, Paul shoving twenty one percent. Peter ten percent. Uh, all of them are great stories. I mean, let's be serious. There's no wrong answers here. Tom, did you know that Uncle Ace is in production right now? Oh, I know. For, new, yeah. for coming coming this fall on CBS. That's right. That's the right. First episode. I can't find my car keys. What the hell? God, I don't even know what I need them for. I don't have a license. Hey, Ace, the band can't come. Can you play solo on, on live yourself? Fuck no. I don't know any of the lyrics. Uncle Ace, I need a ride to my recital. I don't know what I'm going to tell you. I got a John Deere I can gas up. That's all I got. You're shit out of luck, kid. Fuck it. I'm going to watch some TV. Sorry. You got any video cassettes I can put in this DVD player over here? I don't even know what this is. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm playing this game on ColecoVision. What was that thing called? Remember ColecoVision? What was that? ColecoVision. I'm a big fan of Defender. <laughs> I have the original Atari joystick I'm playing with. It doesn't connect, so I don't know how to play. Pressing the red button, I'm not getting shit. Uh, Ace, it's uh, it's not plugged in. You have to plug it in. Oh, jeez. What do I know? Tech, I kids of the technology. I like sitting playing Atari Space Invaders. So I came up with my last shitty album title. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that, right? No, you can't. There's another game called Missile Launch, Missile <laughs> Command, whatever the fuck it's called. Reminds me of that shitty song I wrote, Rocket Ride, even though you guys like it for some reason. <laughs> hey, Ace, I like Rocket Ride. What are you talking about? It's a great song. I like playing the game Pitfall because I got one of those hats for Paul for his birthday. He still wears it. 
He doesn't know it, but I call Pitfall Harry behind the scenes. <laughs> and there's 10 episodes right there of Uncle Ace. <laughs> we, got, we could do this all day. Premiering soon. <laughs> Coming this fall on CBS. <laughs> Uncle Ace. <laughs> we need to have our buddy Daryl Albert create some kind of video montage, <laughs> like the open, like a trailer for Uncle Ace. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get to the poll. Oh, God. Our buddy Brad Baird loved hearing the rehearsal story. Felt like being a fly on the wall. Our buddy Stevie Flight can't imagine being the only one there when the original four plugged back in for the first time in years. Great story. And you did ruin her image of Uncle Ace. He chimes in that. Yeah, I know. Poor, poor Ashley from Plush. She was like telling us this sweet story. And we're like, oh, no, Uncle Ace. You know what you just did? Um. Let's see. John Clifford says a private kiss performance trumps all. Yeah, a lot of people love that one. That was that was great. Uh, let's get into a couple episode comments here. Clark side of the moon. You have outdone yourselves again, guys. These interviews are great. Kevin's on fire. Just finished the recap part two episode. The story with Tom and the guy on the plane. Maybe think of George Costanza telling that guy in the theater that he was going to take him outside and show him what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh amber at crochet nose thanks tom and zeus for your dedication i left you five stars on spotify Woo-hoo! and i'm looking into becoming a patreon member Woo-hoo! all right amber check it out we'll find out when you join and we'll let everybody know our buddy kevin jepson oh great interview guys with so many great stories i saw all of these bands in the cruise and they were all amazing Am I seriously the only one that loved Paul's pasta? God, of course you were, Kevin. You were probably three sheets to the wind by by the time you had a bowl of it. Uh, Was that before or after you got into a fight with the fucking DJ? Probably. Uh, Orange Orange Cassidy. (laughs) Our buddy Nige Savage. Fantastic episode. Loved all four interviews and we'll check out all these bands. Massively digging Black Savage so far. They absolutely nail the 70s vibe. And the dudes from LA Maybe's take on streaming was totally fascinating. Lots of food for thought. Kudos as always, gents. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're so happy that you guys enjoyed these episodes as much as we enjoyed doing them. Um, it was it was a ton of fun. And we just huge, huge thanks to those bands and everybody for joining us. So uh, that's Twitter. What do you got on the book of face? Yeah, on the book of face, Tom. I'm trying to read our posts because... Uh, all the bands themselves actually reposted. So yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that guys. Thank you. Yep. Bella Perron says, thanks for having us. And as we said back, yeah, you guys rocked and you will be huge. Yeah. Bella was great. They were all great. And you got black Sabbath jumping in. That was super fun. You guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, it was us. And then sisters dolls. Thanks guys. Was awesome chatting yep daniel holler houston great episode next week on uncle ace <laughs> see <laughs> hey kids turn that tv off oh, oh i gotta do in the voice hey kids turn that tv off uncle ace has a headache now light this cigarette and get me a slice of citrus pizza oh god oh uh charlene carlino says the plush gals rock Yes, they do. They, yeah. Um, Ryan, Michael Scott, Cronin, Dole, Tweed, Simmons, Kulik Lane. 
Spencer Cook. <laughs> four hours, four interviews. It was like four episodes in one. You guys could have phoned it in for four weeks by splitting these up. You didn't. You guys are awesome. These bands are awesome, especially Black Savage. Shouted out loudcast number one. Wow. Thanks, buddy. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't go to Loudcast's Tom forgot. Of course, you got to throw me under the bus in the middle of our episode. <laughs> Fuck the Loudcasters. Shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I know what it's like. Sometimes I can't remember shitty. I'm just either fucking hungover or coming down from something. So I hear you, Tom. It's okay. Yeah, no worries. I, I just enjoy it because 99% of the time, like forgetfulness or fucking something up like that is me. So when I get one on Tom, I always like to be like, oh, that's one. Now he's got to now he's got to catch up to my other ninety eight fuck ups. We're such good friends at Zeus. Like, yeah, he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's you. It wasn't me. I'm more excited that I didn't fuck that up. On our Loudcasters Instagram page, both Fireball Emily Emily Burton, the guitarist from Black Savage, gave us some emojis with a star. Some lips and fire. Okay. Um, yeah. So all she needed was a lightning bolt. Well, in a okay. cat. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black Savage says that was so much fun. And uh, somebody asked, Lance Joseph asked, you didn't catch Riot? Damn. Is oh, he we, serious? Yeah. We weren't in a time fucking capsule going back to 1978. Uh, uh, with Riot. Yeah. That's a bonus episode. Stick around for that. <laughs> And over on YouTube, YouTube. Uh, Mr. Antonio 2005, some really fascinating kiss connections here and insights from the guests. Great job putting four interviews together as they had a nice flow and hot off the presses. I just received an invitation to the first ever landscaping fantasy camp with Chris and Cusano. Oh, Jesus Christ. The diamond package includes learning to saw the lawn while Chris and Cusano argue over who had the better solo career. Oh, I like that. You know what? I, I will say this. I love Peter, but Vinny had the better solo career. It's not of course even, he it's did. Not it's, even, even, it's not even close. It's not even up for debate. And we yeah. lo- we both love Peter, but let's be serious. Yeah. That's yeah. The, sorry. Yeah. Some of those Peter albums after he left Kiss. Oof. Yeah. Tom, over to you, buddy. All right, let's finish up with some emails here, and uh, we got a couple other things after I do the emails. Ooh. Uh, our buddy, the aforementioned ABCPA Inc. Our buddy Tony Barone. Yeah, great. Tony Barone. Yeah, great episode. Great job on getting the interviews. It was long, but the time flew by by listening to it. A ton of great inside info from your guests and a few stomach-hurting laughs. As I was listening to this, I kept wondering why Kiss has these bands on the cruise, but doesn't schedule them to be their opening act on the end of the road tour. Oh, wow. David, good point. David Lee Roth was great. But when that didn't work, they could have easily added one or more of these bands instead of a painter. Keep up the best podcast, Tony. And then he even signs it. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. <laughs> yeah. Tony, you bring up a great point, And yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to say this, and I'm sure Zeus is going to agree. There's a very simple reason why they didn't have Plush or the Alley Baby open up for them. Money. Paul's ego. 
probably. He doesn't want to ban. He doesn't want fans to be like, holy shit, Plush was incredible. Oh, yeah. now Kiss is coming on? Okay. Yeah. yeah, put somebody else who's having problems singing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, it's David Lee Roth. Enjoy him. Even though I, even though I, I like that. Uh, yeah. But anyways, a couple more emails here. Devin Dombrowski. This is why you guys are the best. It's always fun discovering new music. Shining a spotlight on these newer bands was great to hear. I may have heard the names in passing, but listening to the interviews and getting a feel for them, then searching and listening, quickly becoming a fan of them was very cool. I'm sort of shocked that they were all on the cruise considering the quote, rock is dead comments and their choice of an opener for the end of the road tour dates. But that's probably a discussion for another day. See, second guy in a row saying, look, you got these awesome bands in the cruise. Why aren't they freaking opening for you? Yep. Our buddy Mike H. Great show. Top five episode. In my opinion, I was glued to every word. Fantastic idea and an even better execution. Thank you for doing it. And much thanks to all the participants. All right, Mike. Thank you, buddy. And then we got one from our buddy, Mike Grimes, co-owner of the basement and Grimies in Nashville. I hope you're planning on some kind of review or celebration for the creatures deluxe box. Your lucky day is here. We deserve your fucked up crazy ass take on it. And the kiss cruise and Gene Paul and Oprah episodes had me rolling. The chemistry between you two is stupid fun. A real life Siskel and Ebert's meets Wayne's world. Fuck. Yeah. And I just listened to the West Beach interview. Your archived episodes are blowing my mind. You guys rule. Thank you again, Grimy. Ooh, right. That's awesome. And we'll finish up our feedback with this. We got a Facebook DM from Zane Beasley. And he says, I'm a log truck driver in Georgia. Just found your podcast last week. So started from the beginning. Just finished up episode 23. Ooh, Zane, you got a long way to go, brother. I have to tell you, I laughed so hard at the first 30 minutes. I'm sure people thought there was some deranged lunatic driving through Macon, Georgia. Love your show. Cannot wait to hear more. Zane, those are the kind of comments we love. New listeners, starting from the beginning. Enjoy the ride because it's going to be crazy. I can't believe you're only on that episode. That was a lifetime ago, it seems. But Zane, for your dedication, listening, new fandom, we love it. You are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Zane. Appreciate it, man. Keep commenting, buddy. Keep commenting. Tom, a little point of personal privilege I must bring up. Yeah, we um we had a couple people mention this. Look, we... um. We took it upon ourselves to say, like, we wanted to get these interviews out just to let you people know, but we didn't want to do five weeks of fucking kiss cruise shit. No. So we did the, we, we, we did the first kiss cruise last year. We broke it up in two parts to give it the attention it deserves. Same thing this year. And then we, you know, we really enjoyed the bands this time and there are newer bands that we really like. So we, we thought how cool would it be if we get one of them on and then we get two. And then we get three and then we get four. And then we're like, logistically, how are we going to work this? And we work it to the point that we're like thinking to ourselves, let's get it done. People have a fucking long Thanksgiving break, drive to grandma's. They can play it then. They don't have to listen to it all the way through. They can stop, start, stop, start, whatever. But we kicked ass to get that shit done. 
Yeah. And if I'm patting myself on the back, you're fucking damn right I'm patting us on the back. So that was a lot of hard work. And what did we do? We came back with an episode now. What did we do? We came back with an ARC episode that we just finished. We taped on Monday for three hours and we got it out for you on Wednesday, edited one day out there for you guys. And it ain't stopping. So I know you guys are kind of figuring some stuff out. This is episode 199. We got a big 200 next week. We got not only the, just the 200 coming up, we got a lot of things coming your way. And then there's a new season after that. Then there's more like we do this because we love it and we love you guys. And we were talking about this before we got on the air and Tom was saying that it's like, like we're talking about some, some other shows, which we will not name and other stuff. And it was just like, do you imagine being this fucking lazy? Do you imagine doing this? And we're like, oh, fuck it. We'll just fucking do this. Like, no, we don't. This is fucking hard work, but fun work. And I, I need to, you know, we both have lives. We both have families. We both have work. We try to get shit done. But I'll be honest with you. The response we get every time we do this feedback pumps me up to be like, yeah, wait, you, you really enjoy this? Wait till we got something for you next week. And so that's why that's why we're motivated to keep doing this. And you'll never see us bag an episode. We won't do that for you guys. We'll never just pack it in, be like, ah, fuck it, let's get this done. It, it's always done with 100% dedication, and it's always thought out in advance to get prepared because we respect you guys enough than to throw some shit against the wall. I'm like, hey, do you want to just listen to me talk about Kiss? No, it ain't that. Yeah, and there's nothing more exciting for us than to know that we've put a lot of work in, you know, the, logistically getting four interviews within one week uh, and then having you guys enjoy it. You know, that 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 means a lot to us. And and we know and we appreciate that. And, yeah, it's our show, but we respect you guys. We've covered this before in the past, and it, it, it's kind of not a bad idea to kind of remind everybody, especially if there's new listeners like we respect you guys so much that we want to give you something that's entertaining, something that's new and different or something that's something to look forward and be like, Jesus, what's next? Like these, you know, and I can tell you right now, we won't really spill it too much. We have something in the works. That's pretty special. It's not necessarily another sidecast, but it's something that is going to be interesting and, and, you guys are going to get a kick out of it. We're going to get a kick out of it. It's just going to add to what we have. Um, and we do this again because we love it and we're fans, but we know that you guys are going to love it and we want to keep you guys entertained. And that's what we're here for. So There's thank nothing. you guys. Thank you. It's Thanksgiving. And I'll just say this another ah. point of po point of personal privilege. Last week was the band episode. It dropped on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So that was the episode going into Thanksgiving. We didn't spend a lot of time or any time thanking you guys and doing some um, a moment of of thanks. I guess what that's what this is now. Um, thanking you guys for your dedication, your listenership, just your involvement, everything. And if I can pause for about five to ten seconds, me personally, I want to thank everybody out there. For the incredible love and care and support that you all showed me during this past summer. Um, and that's something that I will always hold close to me 
And I love you guys for that more than you could ever imagine. Um, but we just wanted to spend a few minutes just thanking you guys because, you know, this is coming out after Thanksgiving. Um, but we love you guys. That's all I'll say. Perfectly stated, Tom. Uh, thank you episode for us. It's the feedback, which reminds us, why do we do this? It's just that part that we really love. It's when you guys like, holy shit, you're doing this. And oh my God, fucking the dedication. Holy shit. Like that makes us work harder for you. That makes us do that stuff because we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate that so much that we're like, we, we want to surprise you guys. We want to give you something that you're not expecting. And when you tune into us, you guys have no idea what we're thinking of or what we're going to do next. And that's the way we like it. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Now let's move on and uh, let's give a shout out now to other people we need to thank. So just as long as we were on that thank you uh, train, Tom, let's continue it with Patreon. Patreon is where people can join and become part of the Patreon family. With that, you get exclusive inside stuff. Uh, There's a group there. We have awesome conversations in there. You get uh, some merch. You get uh, some access. You get some uh, input. You're part of the ARC. Believe it or not, we just dropped another ARC. It's coming around to the ARC pick again from Patreon. It's almost there again. Yep. Um, in, in these parts are the things that we love. Uh, Patreon members get a bunch of stuff from us. Patreon members, uh, are a huge help to our show. And again, as I say all the time, when someone asks, Hey man, I like your show. How do you guys continue? How can you guys, how can I help? You want to help join Patreon? We have four different tiers. Find one that works for you. Find one that you, you feel is, uh, something that you can, uh, enjoy. Jump in with the group. You will not be sorry. We have a lot of fun in there. And uh, we always appreciate what you contribute to the show. So thank you on this Thanksgiving to our Patreon family. Yep. You guys are the best. Thank you. Check us out. Patreon.com. Download the app. Search for us. Like Zeus said, there are those four tiers, all different things. You get show involvement. You get some perks, some uh, little merch items and stuff. And uh, just check us out. And we're eternally grateful for all of our Patreon family that we have right now. So thank you, guys. Yeah, the best place to find the Patreon, as soon as you go to our website, shoutoutloudcast.com, you'll see it in the top right, right next to our Amazon store, which also helps us. So if you go there, we appreciate it. Thank you, Patreon. Tom, I know there's not much going on in Kiss World, but what do you got? Yeah, a couple like little anniversaries here. Um on November 21st, it was the 47th anniversary of Bill Starkey and Jay Evans founding the Kiss Army. Uh, so everybody remembers that and that whole story. That's a legendary event in history. The other day, it was also the 21st anniversary of the Kiss box set, uh, which we love. And we're chipping away at reviewing that box set disc by disc. We're uh, not done yet. Other than that, nothing really crazy going on. They have a date in Japan on November 30th, the Tokyo Dome. Then they have the Hell in Heaven Festival in Mexico City on December 4th. And then their calendar is wide open until next June in Germany. And obviously, we anticipate changes to that uh, with more dates being added. But yeah, kind of quiet right now for KISS. Uh, not much going on. Yeah, Tom, and there was one little thing, and it comes from a Sleuth Reporter, Stinking Stanley. Oh, God. Oh boy. 
Let's think of family here, people, and listen. Listen. <laughs> Apparently, uh, our buddy Ace uh, took a shot at Paul. I, I don't know. I know he took one a while ago. This seems like this was recent. He was talking about that. Uh, uh, they'll no, you know, no pre-recordings, none of that shit. And oh, as geez. long as he's on the stage, buddy, buddy, don't draw attention to your live performances at all. Maybe You're, you should be using pre-recorded vocals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, because you take that incredible band away. What do you sound like? Come on, exactly, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, and that's the only thing I saw that. Whatever. Yeah, not much. One last thing I want to add to that, yeah. though. Shut the fuck up, would you? Exactly. Or he's at the point that he's like, fuck this. They're not going to let me in. I'm not going to get in, so I'm just going to burn that bridge. A, shut the fuck up. Wait your turn. Yeah, exactly. yeah. don't you think that? I think he thinks, what the fuck do I care? Just make this money and just be done. Oh, yeah. He's never going to be. Yeah, he's 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 going to go. He's going to go down in flames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's That's sad. Bad. It's sad because we. I mean, for all the fun we have with Ace, we love the guy, but he's uh, he's going to go down and he's going to go down in flames. So yeah, unfortunately, no, yeah, and uh, the fans are the ones that are going to miss out. So yep, agreed. All right, Tom. Before we move on, uh, I think Ace has a comment he wants to make. Hey, where's the director? He needs to get a good shot of my best feature, my face, on the next episode of Uncle Ace. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, that was great. I had to look for Ace. Uh, he he got lost over in the uh, food and beverage section there. He was uh, putting down a bunch of uh, ring dings and uh, diet Sprite and all kinds of crazy shit. He just never saw that kind of stuff in a while. So he's like, give me this. It's great. I love those cakes and cookies like ring dings and funny bones. <laughs> he's locked in his dresser room. He can't get out. <laughs> Guys, I need some help. <laughs> Uh, Tom, uh, we were excited when Destroyer box set came out. Then, boom, we heard Creatures coming out. It's finally here. The Creatures Deluxe, Super Deluxe box set 40th anniversary. Uh, We already ranked Creatures of the Night. Uh, I think I have a little bit higher opinion than you do of it. Yep. So as we did with Destroyer, we're not going to get go track to track to track on these. We're no. just going to break down the actual box set. Yeah, we're just going to open up the box, go through like the goodies, the trinkets, talk about what's in it, what's on it, and eventually down the road we'll break down. You know, like we did with the Destroyer uh, box set recently, we broke down the demo disc. Yeah, we'll disc get to. Too. We'll, yeah, we'll get to all that. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, for me personally, I, I was surprised that Kiss gave the box set treatment to Creatures because I feel like Creatures is one of those like Kiss cult albums uh that doesn't uh, to me appear to have the kind of outside appeal that destroyer does even fans that aren't kiss fans know destroyer detroit rock city and beth 
So I was surprised. I know that Kiss fans worship this album, uh, but I was surprised to see it get the box set treatment while they skipped over uh, things like Rock and Roll Over Love Gun for box sets. Now, I said something earlier at the beginning of the episode. I saw a couple comments online. I mean, there's 5 billion different Facebook groups out there. Uh, I saw that there were potential plans for a 45th anniversary box set for the debut album that that was supposed to happen and maybe COVID got in the way and fucked it up. So they released the marble colored vinyl thing for that, but that there is some information out there in the nether world that a 50th anniversary of that debut album, that that may be the next one to get the box set treatment, which would be fucking incredible. Cause who knows what's on that, but uh, either way, this is our second box set. We'll talk about it. We know that they knocked it out of the park with destroyer. Let's see what they did with creatures. Yeah. To jump on that, though, Tom, yeah. they can't do it next year. Right. Because it's not 50. Right. They have if to wait. They, yeah. And so when they do bring it out, I think they'll put in, here you go. Here's Wicked Lester's whole album. Agreed. And a bunch of other demos and rarities. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, something else will come up as a 40th or 45th for next year. Yeah. They'll have to. Yeah. Something. I can't yeah. see them doing a non-makeup lick it up and saying the 40th of lick it up. I can't see him doing it. No, no. I mean, next year is 2023. So you're talking, I mean, it would be 40 years for Lick It Up. Um, it would be 35 years. Actually, no, no, nothing came out in 1988 uh, except for um, Smashes. Right. And they're not going to, I mean, what do they do? Like, a, Maybe do like an acknowledgement reissue of that, but they're not going to do a box set, obviously, for that. 30 years would be 1993. Nothing came out. In yeah, 93. They're do, yeah, they're not going to do anything non-makeup. Right, right. They're just not, in my opinion. Right. So the only other thing they could do is a 45th. Well, they just did 45th of Destroyer, which was 76. So two years later is 78, right? And they already did a 40th anniversary box set of the solo albums, which was fantastic. Okay. So they did that. The only thing I could think of that would make sense in 78 being 45 years and <laughs> they'll never do it is they'll do a uh what we were wishing for and that is a kiss meets the phantom box set with the movie with a commentary with a soundtrack and all sorts of, and the concert that was played that would be a 45th anniversary that would be the ultimate test of whether or not kiss cares about the fans because they hate that movie but they know that fans love it in a love hate type of fashion. So they like to not acknowledge that now they uh, it's been a while because they did a 40th anniversary of the solo albums, which was beautiful colored vinyl. Yeah. But no, nothing, no demos or shit like that. That's my point. If they want, but I I don't know, this would be kind of the first time where are they going to double dip into something that they've already done because that 40th anniversary box set is great. It has all the posters. It has colored vinyl, but there's no booklet. There's no demos. There's nothing in there. It's a great set. Um, But other than that, I mean, they, they already acknowledged double platinum with the picture disc, double platinum. They've already acknowledged the, the anniversary. Again, I said 40th anniversary for solo albums. Phantom of the park might be kind of the only thing uh, yeah, because, because you, you can't do rarities. What are you doing a box set for double platinum? The greatest hit song. So there's no rare. Right. And, and, and they and they acknowledge that with like a, a picture disc reissue, which was beautiful. Uh, but I don't even think that wasn't even the 40th anniversary. That was some like off year. It was like 42nd 
two years or something. It had it was a it was weird because it really wasn't a specific one of those 40th, 45th, that kind of thing. It was just like an off year reissue, uh, which was great. But yeah. So you get into that 40th to 45th. Do they go dynasty? But then if they're the year when they get to dynasty, then the debut is out. Then harder than hell is out. They're not going to waste it on dynasty and they can get the debut. No. Now it leads to, are they only doing these super deluxe box sets by anniversary dates? Cause that's the other thing. My guess is yes, because both the destroyer and the creatures of the night box set has the year on it. Like, so yeah. it says like the front of the destroyer says 45th anniversary. No, that's this my, one says 40. Right, yeah. That's right, my point. Right. Are they just saving these deluxe box sets for big anniversary dates. So they're not just going to throw out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, by the way, here's uh, here's rock and roll over next year. Right. Well, uh, it's funny because next year is technically the 50th anniversary of the band starting yeah. in 1973. Right. And then the album didn't come out until 74. So you got to wonder, are they going to wait? Are they going to take a, a complete calendar year off of releasing one of these box sets to wait for the official 50th date of the album? Or will they acknowledge 50 years of the band by including, you know, demos, Wicked Lester, and then the debut? I can't imagine the, if these are if these box sets have been successful. I can't imagine they're going to take a year off from issuing anything. I look at it as though they they're this is dropping end of November, kind right. of like the cruise. So by even though they're going to the whole another year, fiscal calendar year, mm-hmm. they're looking at only a few more months. So what's the harm if they and I mean this came out almost 2023? Why don't they just, you know, start developing it now, get it ready, promote it they could. by April, May, or no, what am I saying? They would have to start promoting in September that it's coming out in January, February. Right, because the fiftieth right, exactly. Yeah. And they would work on that stuff and go from there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I I, kind of wish they did what Metallica did, where they just did all the original, you know, they did Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Puppets, Justice, Black Album. Um, They chose to kind of ignore certain albums on their anniversaries. They just did picture discs for Rock and Roll Over and Love Gun. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. See, Kiss fans are different, though. Like, we, we clamor for the elder box sets i can't uh, believe it's, go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut no, you but off. i'm gonna say like metallica fans aren't clamoring for a saint anger box set nobody is Correct. yeah but but kiss fans will say whatever the worst album is yeah I, I, dude i'll take a carnival of souls box set okay but you britain and now you bring me up to another good point the fact that they acknowledged the elder the way that they did they did that super deluxe limited edition picture disc Mm-hmm. They did another another picture disc that wasn't quote unquote super super deluxe. They uh, ma- made T shirts with all original artwork. Okay, they did a lot of stuff for the 40th anniversary of the Elder, mm-hmm. and they hate that I think more than Phantom. So maybe there is something out there for a 45th anniversary Blu Ray or or a T shirt or something, but a box set, no. Uh, but acknowledging the elder the way they did, that was that was shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. Well, so the box set is out. It came out on last Friday, the eighteenth, November two thousand twenty-two. Like everybody else, uh, we got it from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this online because it's it's go on every Facebook 
post or Twitter and you'll see people bitching about Kiss Online. Again, they fucked it up. They yeah, just I, I I ordered the I ordered the 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 blue triple vinyl in like uh one of the creatures t-shirts. Yeah. It it shipped last week. It's in fucking tracking limbo right now. And that's not now that's not Kiss Online's fault or or is it? I don't know because I know when when Amazon ships something, it's here. So yeah. I don't know if they take this shit here, here's the kiss tard shit. Put it on the back of a FedEx <laughs> truck. We'll see you in fucking two weeks. It's on a cargo in Ensalada, Mexico that we just saw, Tom, on the cruise. Right. I mean, I, I checked my tracking for like FedEx or UPS. And it's like no delivery date yet. I'm like, how the fuck do you not have it? Is this like left? Did you like drive the truck off a cliff? Guy was like, I'm embarrassed. I can't drive this truck full of creature shit. <laughs> I'm embarrassed <laughs> driving kiss merchandise exactly. around. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, right. We will do that. But I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, but people got them. Uh, it's uh, similar. What I like is it's similar to the destroyer box set. So if you line them up yes. and you put them in a storage or a bookshelf or whatever, it's not all over the fucking place like the cassettes were when you bought Kiss cassettes. Oh, this one's orange. This one's yellow. Oh, yep. these one. These ones are all in black. Oh, now this one's different. It's yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's why I said this about the destroyer box set. Gene or somebody is definitely aware of those bootleg box sets out there. Absolutely. Because these are designed and fashioned the exact same way as those bootleg box sets. Yeah. The uh, the fact that they're done that way and they match up and the lettering matches up yep. and on the side, it's right there. Yep. That's good. I mean, the box itself is beautiful. It's beautiful. I like, I like the lavender color. That they chose for it. Yeah, I love how they took the color of the KISS logo and the Creatures of the Night wording, and, th- and that was the main color of the box. I thought that was incredible. Yeah, it it follows the theme yep. of the actual album. Yep, beautiful. Could you imagine how many people would lose their minds if on the cover of that was the Bruce Kulick <laughs> non-makeup cover of Creatures of the Night? You know what's fu- actually? You know what? On a, as a side note, I'm surprised they didn't reissue that version. I'm surprised that wasn't a, a, a reissue. From what I understand, they they're like, you know what? <laughs> like that was a, probably a fuck up of ours. We shouldn't have done that. Well, and yeah. let's not acknowledge that in this box set. But there's nothing in there about it. There's no, no. Bruce stuff or no. But oh, not even a. Se- here's this photo that we use from the. You know, the reissue with Bruce on the cover with no makeup, but not even a separate, like, you know, single vinyl, like, ooh, the limited edition, like Bruce Kulik cover. They, look, Kiss is not stupid. They know that people are going to buy. It. They know that I would have bought that. I'd be like, yeah. oh, oh, look, I can't stand this album, but I got fucking 14 versions of it. Or the people that are like, what about the other version of that album cover? The one with Vinny? Hey, fucking Kiss Tards. I have that. That is, that is not an official release. Oh, it was released in Brazil. Yeah, it's I called a it. bootleg, you fucking asshole. I have it, and it's awesome. Yeah, but it's a bootleg. It's course, not a, a different version. Of course. I mean, like, oh, what about the third version? What third version? Exactly. Yes. Oh. But anyways, cover. this stuff is very similar to the Destroyer. The box, the feel, the sturdiness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not cheap material compared to a lot of other box sets that you find and stuff. Nope, nope. All right. And the first thing you see when you lift that cover off, the first thing you see, like Destroyer, is a hard-bound book. Okay. Okay. 
Imagine if you open the first thing you saw was a a Vinny Cassano photo. Oh, oh, jeez. And I'll tell you right off the bat, the book is gorgeous. Okay, the the book is gorgeous. the The cover of the book is like the cover of like a reel to reel tape. Yeah, you know, cassette, like, like like side like, one and side two is on the back, ex- right? Exactly. Um, and then throughout the book is incredible photos, incredible interviews, articles, um, a collection of like, it's Ken sharp, right? Most of it. Yes. I believe he did either all of it or most of it. Yeah. But it talks about what was going on during that time period about, you know, ACE being in the band, but Vinny being in the band, uh, launching the tour, the tank stage, uh, there's pictures of all the different album covers and from all over the world, different posters, promotional posters, uh, interviews with Paul and other people about what was going on in the band at the time, uh, why they chose to do creatures, you know, when they came from uh, music from the elder and how they did killers. Now that was like kind of like a test run for what was going to be on creatures. It is a fascinating, fascinating book. And one of the reasons why I love this book and obviously the box set itself. I mean, look, it's not that I don't like creatures. Okay, I said I, I said the irony for me as a Kiss fan is that the, the two most overrated albums got the box set treatment. <laughs> yeah, Kiss. <it's>, okay. <laughs> that being said, look, Destroyer, great album. Creatures, it's a good album. Okay, but the thing I love about this box set and especially this hardcover book, this is an era of Kiss that is like shrouded in mystery and chaos. We talk about it all the time. Joey Casado, anytime he comes on, yeah. I say this era, this whole uh, post uh, unmasked kind of like unmasked into all the way up to lick it up, basically in there. Yeah. The Eric Carr Fox makeup kiss. Yeah, that's why this book is awesome. I mean, I mean, granted, let's we're not going to talk about the price of the box set because we, we've gone over that, but. Even if you're not a huge fan of the music of the album, which I like the album, I just don't think it's great. Getting a box set like this is a literal must own as a Kiss fan. Okay. Especially for the book, because like I said, this is an era that there's so much chaos and so much going on with Ace. Is he in the band? Is he isn't? Is Vinny in the band? Is he? Well, they, they, they're dressed like they're in creatures, but then I see a picture of them wearing elder stuff and then the tank stage and then the tour and the album and all this. It's, it's very, very unique. And as a Kiss fan who like has seen it all, and I mean seen it all, you know, in parent in quotes, this is like an exciting book to open up and read. It really is. Yeah, the designer is, is uh, Tom German. I think his name is pronounced. Yep. I'm not sure, but he's the guy that obviously was doing Destroyer, and he worked with Ken Sharp again, who did all the research and writing. Yep. And I've seen Tom on a few other podcasts talking about it, and he. Obviously, he's a huge fan, and it's a love affair that he put into this work and getting certain photos, certain things, and the band really wasn't involved, Tom. That's the thing that's amazing. Um, I've heard him state that he basically had all these things, and they sent it to the band, and Paul and Gene came back approved, and that's it. And it's it's a luxury for us Kistards. That someone like that and Ken are the ones doing these with Universal. Because if it was just Universal doing these, we'd be fucked. Oh, probably. I, yeah, yeah, like you'd yeah. have stupid shit in there. Yeah. But the the all the little trinkets and everything that he means, the selection of the photos in there, what they're writing, 
the like, just to get through that booklet, uh, God knows how long it's going to take me. Seventy-eight pages. Yep. Seven, seven, and, and another cool thing on the on the very which last is page. Which, which is more than the destroyer, so it's actually bigger. Yeah. And the really cool thing about this on the last page where they give the credits, uh, there's a picture of Eric Carr. And it says dedicated to the memory of Eric Carr and Michael James Jackson, who just recently passed away. So that was really awesome to see that. That's actually pretty good that they got Michael James Jackson on there. Yeah. Because I don't know when this stuff went to print and he didn't right. die too long ago. Yep. Rest it's cool. Peace. To, absolutely. And then it, it says kiss Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, Ace Fraley. So you yeah. got five members listed, which, again, adds to the uniqueness of this era. Yep. Yep. And from what I understand, there is stuff that they're like, you know what? We'll do I, the promotional stuff is ace. On this one, we'll put yeah. Vinny as the Ankh Warrior on this part. And on this, we'll do eight. On this one, we'll put all five. Yep. So they picked and choose what they wanted to represent. Because, yep. you know, it's the same thing. If you ever get a fucking unmasked box set, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to have Peter or are you going to have Eric Carr promotional stuff? So right. that's it's very similar. It's that same problem, which is why the book is it's it's I love it because you got pictures from the elder killers stuff with Ace and then you got pictures with with Vinny. It, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. And, it, and it's unique. It's not it's not something that we have seen or had before in our hands as Kiss fans. What's great about that, if you think about it, because they'll never, ever do a killer's box set nope right nope this is the closest thing to getting represented they have some of the demos they have photos from there they have the songs from there so killers it's almost like killers and uh creatures of the night box set that's right and i mean we're not going to get into the tracks but there are there are some demos and alternate takes from you know i'm a legend tonight and nowhere to run and that's all on here yeah, and yeah. but it's great because they didn't just forget about it. So exactly. which leads you to think like if they ever do something for Crazy Nights, is uh Smashes Thrashes gonna be in there? Maybe with those two songs, or do they go with uh if they did something for Hot in the Shade, does that fit in there? So right. it, it's interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, so we have the booklet in the booklet, the photos have interesting photos, of course. Yep, the uh photos are incredible and with those photos also, apparently they have like uh images of the tour stuff. So you'll see stuff yes. with Ace. Yep. You'll see stuff with Vinny as the tour dates probably get more and more. Imagine yep. being there and being like, the fuck is this guy? Yep. <laughs> when you first open up with you know, all the promotional stuff with Ace. And I, apparently there was a couple uh promotional stuff people didn't know. They had the old Dynasty stuff. And Peter's in a couple too. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. It, it, it's, it's, I mean, again, we're not going to talk about the price or maybe we will. I don't know, but it, the book is incredible. All right. What's next? Uh, so depending on, you know, I've already opened up my, my box set and look through stuff. So next, let's take a look at the replica of the 10th anniversary tour book. Which is yes. hot, which is highly sought after. So yes. this is a com- this is a complete replica of that tour book. Um, beautiful, beautiful item. Incredible pictures. Um, starts off with like a little story about the history, a brief history of the band with pictures of them through every era of their career. Uh, has a section uh, on Gene, on Paul. 
Even on, Peter, because it's the 10th anniversary. Uh, right. On Eric. Uh, it's got pictures with Vinny, uh, Ace, and Peter. Yep. It's got everybody. Uh, it's it's incredible. Uh, it's obviously a replica. And then on the back, it's got the 10th anniversary tour staff with all the album covers. And, of course, Creatures of the Night in the is the biggest one. Uh, and on the front, it has 10th anniversary tour with the tank logo or the picture. And then the back has the Kiss Army logo. So that's an awesome little collector's piece right there. Yeah, that's so cool. Yep. Uh, then the next thing is the blue envelope with some artwork in there, which is kind of funny because I'm so goddamn OCD. I saw some other people talking about this. The way that this blue paper folder was folded, it was folded inside out. So the embossed kiss logo was backwards. <laughs> okay. How was, how was yours? It was backwards, but because I'm OCD, uh, I fixed it. So I, mine I un- wasn't, but okay. mine wasn't, but I was just always worried if you had a movie, like it doesn't rip or it did, no, dude, you should have seen me. It was like, I was performing brain surgery <laughs> when I was folded. I opened it up, folded it neatly. I'm like, I can't have this thing backwards. Uh, but the cool thing that's inside of this. Yes. Is a, uh, a little newspaper. Uh, about the about the band, it's called Gotham Rock City News, the world's which is, best newspaper. Which is the second version because the other one is in the Destroyer box set. Exactly, correct? exactly. And this is just amazing. This is just such a cool little thing. You know, this it makes me think of. It makes what? me think of like how we always said, okay, if we have to do this on our first season, we have to have it. So because we'll have it every year. So yep. that we have to have this one done so that next year will be volume two uh, yep. or friggin' uh, whatever kids trivia season three episode. Yep. Like yep. they thought this thing through. So yep. obviously the next box set will have another newspaper article. It's awesome. Uh, and then also included there is absolutely incredible artwork from a gentleman by the name of Chris Hoffman. If you are a kiss fan and, and if you're listening to us, you are um, and you're involved in tons of kiss groups, Chris Hoffman, uh, is an artist that does absolutely mind blowing work, um, and kudos to him for being commissioned to to paint these four uh, portraits of the four of the four band members with his uh, incredible artistic style. If you go on his website or his Facebook page, he does stuff for Kiss, for Iron Maiden, for I mean, he he had one not long ago of Evil Knievel, which was fucking awesome. His artwork is incredible. So that's those are kind of really nice. Definitely like frameable if you wanted to display those in your Kiss cave, very very cool. Drawings, correct? Correct. Yes. Of Eric, Gene, Paul, and Vinny. Exactly. Yes. No ace. No ace. So Correct. these are things that they thought about. Like certain ones will have ace, certain ones will have Vinny. Yep. Draw those photos, um, those drawings. That's a Vinny, not ace. Right. Uh, and then we get into the big folder of all the goodies, like the destroyer box set. Yep. Uh, and the cover, the cover of that uh just has the album on it. And it's like uh it's like one of those folders you flash back when you're in school and you get, you know, the pockets. So want to want to dig through what's uh, what's in yeah. these pockets here? My pockets. Fill my pockets. My pockets. Uh, Fill the right. graves. <laughs> so I'll start. Uh, I when I took everything out when I first looked, I kind of I tried to put everything back the way it was. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm sorry if the order of the presentation <laughs> isn't exactly what you have. No, the buttons were on top. You fucked I, up. I can't believe the mock ticket was under the poster. You idiots. <laughs> That just kind of sounded like a weird little Arnold. You idiots. 
Uh, it sounded so like Casada, to be honest, but go ahead. Casada. So, uh, so the first thing we see is a black and white sticker that says, I love it loud kiss. <laughs> yeah. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Uh, I love no, it loud. Love it loud. Then we have a sticker. Uh, it's a mini version of the loudest band in the world poster, but it doesn't say it, it says creatures of the night kiss. That's like just a, a sticker. Correct. Correct. Yep. Uh, and then there's a uh, blown up version of a ticket for the Maracana Stadium that show. That thing is awesome. Which is really fucking cool. It's got a really killer uh, picture of the band. That's very cool. Uh, and then we have another sticker. It's like a VIP pass 10th anniversary to a Detroit. Yes. Very cool yep. looking. Uh, and then and then this was really unique. I thought this was kind of interesting. And I'm wondering kind of the angle here, Zeus. Yeah. So you have you have four still photos, okay? Yes. But they're but they're from the elder session. Yeah. Look at look, look at the look. We're both looking at these. Like, or the el- are they kind of like killers? Killers, right? Like killers, elder, and they're Paul, part and they're put in there. I think the killers section getting represented. I'm telling you, Paul with that ridiculous suspenders and that purple <laughs> headband, your hairy chest, just brutal. Just, but I think it's kind of cool because it's like okay. Uh, yeah, you know what, Zeus? They, I just look. They're I, like I just postcards, aren't they? They're a little bit bigger than a postcard, but you know what? But you're right. You nailed it because the graphics behind each band member and the way that the band members' name are written, it's written in that Killers font yep. from the cover of Killers. So I yeah. think that's a way for them to kind of give a nod to that Killers era because it's never going to get yep. represented anywhere else. Yep. And then this is really fucking cool. Uh, it's a poster. It says Creatures of the Night. It looks like it's from their Japan tour. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, it, it's incredible. It's all, it's all written in, uh, in Japanese. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a promo poster, basically the Japanese promo poster. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this thing, which forgive me for being stupid. <laughs> Maybe you're stupid. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Is this like a fucking iron on or an adhesive? It comes That's in an a, iron on. Okay. It comes in like a plastic, a plastic thing. It's a, like a t-shirt iron on. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, good. I can use my t-shirt iron on press that I have in my spare room and make fucking t-shirts now. Yep. Uh, 40th anniversary creatures of the night. Uh, so that's pretty freaking kick-ass right there. And then we have some more photos. Let's pull these out as we look at these. So we got some promo pictures here. Oh, boy. Here's a good one from Paul. Uh, I've seen this one before. Mm-hmm. These are like some promo po- black. There's a black and white promo po- photo of the band. That's okay. Ace in this one. Ace yeah. is on that. Ace is on that one. Uh, then you get Vinnie Vincent doing his best Paul Stanley pose. Oh, jazz with the, hands with the jazz hands. That's like uh, the like. Would that kind of like? It's kind of probably something like the press, like a press photos of them or something. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. Because then there's there's the uh, there's there's Eric kind of flexing his guns. Paul looking like uh don't touch me and yeah. uh and then Gene looking badass but I'm sorry when I pulled this out of the folder the only thing I could see was that big fucking cod piece <laughs> Dude look at that it looks like he has a steel dick in like a fucking hockey uh cup. Oh my god uh now look I know that there are people out there that love this stuff there are people out there that hate this stuff this makes me feel like a kid again when I see these little goodies this makes me feel like a fucking kid again, seeing yeah. all this stuff. Uh, let's go to the other side of the folder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's really cool. This is like a little, I guess it's like a press poster, 
really awesome shot of the band. Yeah. Uh, folded you know, in half. Yeah. Folded in half. Yep. Yep. Then this thing is incredible. This looks like what the stage was going to be before they designed. Yes. The- yes. Those are the gene, like kind of stuff. like the, like the schematic. So look at yes. it, it looks, it looks like, like the like stage it, concepts. Yeah. It looks like the friggin' jet from the Avengers. And it also looks like fucking bad Lego movies or something. Like. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, it's incredible. It, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's got like, like they're like, they're on like a battleship platform or something. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Um, and then there's another one, another kind of like scheme. Uh, I think Gene signed some of these and dates them. Yeah, this one says Gene October seventh, and this talks about the the lights, uh, the tank, and you can see that one right there. It's like more a nice lights one. on me. <laughs> yeah, more like replica drawings and stuff. Very 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 cool. I love keep this. the lights off <laughs> of the Vinny guy. <laughs> and then, in my opinion, the one item that had to have been included in a creature's box set. And that is a copy of one of the most iconic posters that has ever lived in history. And that is the loudest band in the world poster. Yeah. Fucking it's, it's not obviously the, you know, the same size as the, as right. the regular poster. Right. It's a little smaller, but yeah, right. there it is. That poster that everyone knows about. Yep. Uh, and then we finish with, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing this is what would be referred to as like maybe like a press kit. Yeah. So it so it it's stapled up in one corner, okay. Um, and it's just it's just like like a typewritten. Bi- is it like a the bio of the band members? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it looks like a like a press kit. It's like a bio of the band. Yeah. Uh, it says Kiss's new album Creatures of the Night is the band's seventeenth on Casablanca. Creatures of the Night sums up everything that Kiss is: heavy metal, kick ass rock and roll. Um, and then it's some quotes from Gene. And it looks like it's kind of like the promo, you know, like a press pass thing about yeah. like, look, we're back. Here's creatures of the night. Um, and you can see the way it, it, it almost looks like it's written like a movie script, you know, like the, the way it's typed yeah, and, exactly. has the, and has the, and has the staple the staple there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a few more chachis left. Yes, I so do. Yeah. And, got- they were, and, and they, and they were not, now, I don't know if, I don't know if this is the way mine was packaged or if that's the way everybody's was packaged. Yeah. Um, but, the uh, the rest of the tchotchkes were not in the folder, and yeah. th- that is a really cool little iron-on patch. Yes, uh, of the of album the al- cover. Yeah, the album cover, which is cool, and then a set of buttons because we, yeah. like, we, we <laughs> like we like buttons. buttons. We like the buttons, uh, and this has Vinny not Ace, and then we have a set of five guitar picks, which is oh. interesting, right? Because Ace and Vinny each get their own. Yep. yep, and they're glow, yep. and they're. I think they appear to be glow in the dark. I don't know. I haven't. Sorry, I haven't put them up to the light and <laughs> sat in the dark. I think they do that so they people won't get confused, like selling them. They can't be the same as the originals, so people don't get ripped off. Oh yeah, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. And one other thing is, there's also a parental warning sticker there, which I don't know if that's ever but, been on. A, okay, yeah, the Kiss has never had that. But here's the thing: so with, um. The album itself, there's no swearing on it. Right. But I haven't listened to them yet, but other people have told me Paul swears on the live versions. Oh, that's live right. cuts. Yes. And so yes. because he's swearing there, they put the print. But I don't know. Are, are new releases still having the parental advisory stickers? Yes, that's a thing. It's still going on. Yes. I don't have a problem with that. Just put a sticker on it. Actually, it'll sell your album more. What are you yeah, about? 
Yeah, there's a parental advisory on our podcast. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're actually right. I have, to, I have to click that every time I upload our episode. <laughs> and then the last thing, Tom, is it could have been the first thing is that little sticker that they always put the advertising sticker, hype sticker. I've heard it called many different things. Yes. Um, that comes on these albums. You did what I did and you took it off the front and you put it inside the label. It's yes. Inside the box. Correct. Yep. I peeled it off the because we're we're supreme kiss tards. Uh pulled it off the off the wrapping and then I, I I put it back on the inside of the cover of the box set. Did that with destroyer too. Um do you want to kind of go through like what the box set what it, what, what it advertises? Yeah, please. Okay, so you got Creatures of the Night 40th Anniversary Limited Edition Super Deluxe Box Set 5 CDs plus Blu-ray audio, 103 total tracks, 75 unreleased, original 1982 album newly remastered, 34 demos, rarities, outtakes, 24 of them unreleased, 26 unreleased Creatures of the Night tour performances, 7 tour sound effects, including the tank. (laughs) Sound effects. Hey, guys, want to come over? We're going to listen to uh, Creatures of the Night sound effects. Why do you have that? Why do you have that? (laughs) We're going to listen to the uh, siren go off from Firehouse. Listen to it. Wow. Great. See you guys. (laughs) Uh, Blu-ray audio, brand new album, Dolby Atmos, 5.1 surround mixes. That's kind of like with the Destroyer thing, the Blu-ray. 80-page hardcover book. Technically, there's 80 if you count that back thing. 80-page hardcover book featuring new interviews with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Liner notes by Ken Sharp. Unreleased photos, handwritten lyrics, and rare collectibles. Exclusive collectible bonus items. Creatures of the Night 1982 press kit. Band bio. Three posters. Two stage drawings. Promo photos. Creatures t-shirt iron-on transfer. Bumper sticker. Replica ticket. Backstage pass. Four trading cards. 1982 replica tour program. Four illustrated art cards. Gotham Rock City newspaper volume two. Five glow-in-the-dark guitar picks. Iron-on patch. Four buttons yeah damn it's a lot it's a, it's it's a, a lot. lot it's a lot yeah so the other thing we could get into is um we're not going to talk about the songs but there's obviously discs there's uh the five discs and then the blu-ray the first one obviously is the band the album yep right so that's disc one yep disc two the cover of that I think it's similar to Destroyers, where it looks like uh, like the recording side one, side two, right? Yes. And that has demos, rarities, and outtakes. So it has the four songs in their normal play from Killers. Yep. One, two, three, four. Then they've got Deadly Weapon, Feel Like Heaven, Nowhere to Run, Penny Lane Demos. Yep. Then you got the uh, death, <laughs> Deadly, because in case you didn't get it enough, Dev- Deadly Weapon original demo, Feel Like Heaven original demo, Nowhere to Run, Take 11 instrumental, Tom. Yep. Where's, you know, what Kiss Tires are saying. Where's, where's the first the one- 10? Yeah. Why isn't that on there? What are you talking about? I heard Take 3 is one of the best ones. If you guys heard that's incredible. <laughs> then you've got uh, Tell It to a Fool, Take 4, Drum and Bass instrumental. I'm just curious who the fuck comes up. Now let's do the one with the, the drums and the bass. Uh, Chrome goes into motion. Take two drum and ma- bass instrumental. I'm alleged tonight. Mix four is mix one, two, three instrumental and background vocals. 
Don't leave me lonely. Take eight drum and guitar instrumental. Something seems to happen at night. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I, uh, my hand slowly goes down my pants. Uh, Gene Simmons demo. It's going to be all right, Gene Simmons demo. Dude, he's going to start releasing enough of this shit. People are going to be like, why did I spend all that money to buy his fucking box set? Exactly. Right? So these are some of the outtakes and uh, rarities that they deem on disc two. Disc three has basically the same cover. Uh, this one has the same demos, rarities, and outtakes. And it has Legends Never Die, Gene Simmons demo. It's my life, Gene Simmons demo. Not for the innocent demo. I still love you. Take one, take two. Satan Center, take one, take two. False start, take three. Betrayed outtake. That's not the same. Betrayed. No, it's not. Ends up on um, Hot in the Shade. Uh, Creatures of Night, alternate mix 19. Where are they at? First 18. Partners in Crime, alternate mix 16B. I love it loud, alternate mix 21. War Machine, full length version, mix 11. So when I see that, because I haven't played it yet. Like full length. There's they mean war machine was cut down. Oh shit. Yep. Rock and roll hell take two. Rock and roll hell take one. Rock and roll take two from a different date. One, the first one is September 10th, 82. This one's September 15th, 82. I love it loud, single edit, creatures of night, 1985 remixed. This is why the uh Lisa Marie Presley still driving around in fucking expensive cars because I would buy box sets and like unreleased 30 songs of Elvis. Uh, the song I beg of you take 14, take 16. Exactly. Um, you know, this take 12, like you're like, okay. But if you're a real aficionado of those things, like I love, like I can pick an Elvis song. And if I hear the, I know it so well that if I hear a different take, I'm like, you know what? I like that take better. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening. Well, I don't know about these though. One one funny one. I, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the music, but I just have to make one joke about one of the cuts on disc two, and it's um cold cuts? Yeah, cold cuts, K-U-T-Z cuts. The Hell deadly you know. weapon demo. Dude, the you could tell it's a demo because the verses Paul isn't seeing. He's just going like yeah, like there's no words until he gets the it's just it's so funny. Right. So the so the disc two and three, uh, it's like a gatefold CD cover. The the front of it, you know, they look like they're you know master tapes. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's very cool looking. Disc four and disc five are concerts. Yep. So they pick and choose. These are not live concerts all the way through. Disc four cover has like different concert footage photos. Obviously, Vinny's on the in on all the photos, not Ace. And there's a pretty cool photo of them in the tank behind them and Eric when you open it up. And then there are ticket stubs, various stubs all around on that. It's yep. pretty cool. So, yeah, it's it's weird because it's not one straight tour. It's a combination of Rockford, Illinois, and Sioux City, Iowa. And then uh, there's a couple of things thrown in uh, from Houston, Texas as well. Yeah, you got Creatures of the Night, Strutter. Oh, I, I need a live copy of Strutter, but it is interesting because it's Vinny playing Strutter. So I do want to kind of hear the that. band sounds different doing Strutter. Yeah. Yes. Calling Dr. Love, Firehouse, I Love It Loud, Colgin, Keep Me Coming Live. Now we have that live on an official release. Yep. Okay. Uh, War Machine, I Want You, Rock and Roll Hell. There's another. Yep. Now you got that live. I Still Love You. 
Yeah, it was technically on um Alive 3, wasn't it? Yep. So uh shout it out loud, Gene's bass solo and God of Thunder. So that's disc four. On disc five, you got Paul's Love Gun rap. Right there. That's worth the price of the pack. The, yeah, the I'm box. Buying that for 300 bucks right now. <laughs> uh Love Gun, Paul's guitar solo, Black Diamond, Detroit Rock City, Rock and Roll Night, Rock and Roll Hell. That's the second one, right? Well, these so so tracks one through six, they call them Creatures Tour Live 8283. Then tracks seven through twelve, it's subtitled Bonus Live Performances. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah. Uh then okay. you got uh I Want You, King of the Nighttime World. So from Pine B- from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. <laughs> Pine Bluff. Uh yeah, I'm not I'm like they played King of the Nighttime World during Vinny's time? Right. Colgin, I Still Love You. Oh, Strutter. Hank started the show. Turbine, Firehouse Siren, Drum and Ending Tank, Bass Solo, Wind and Gargoyles, Bells and Flames. Now, I'm not going to make fun of the band and shit on them for doing that. I'm going to say that's cool. I mean, is it something that I'm going to, like, am I going to make a mix of the tour sound effects? No. But it's cool. It's something new, unique, something we've never had before. Again, I always say, I'd rather you give it to me and let me skip it than you don't give it to me. I agree. Indeed. Okay. Yep. Now, if Indeed. you tell me they have a live version of Danger and that got taken out so they can play fucking Gargoyles, yeah, I'm going to have a problem. And then I think, the I, last- I think I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather hear Gargoyles than Danger. Oh, my God. Uh, then at last they have the Blu-ray audio, which is fucking cool looking cover. It's dark and it's like purplish and spooky. it almost, you know what it looks like? It almost looks like if you ever look at the 3d picture without the 3d glasses, yes, you know, like the colors are all kind of yeah. blurred and stuff. That's what it looks like. And then the back, the back has like the lightning, but it's like purple and red. It's like, it's weird. Uh, then you open it up and you got that, the picture from, uh, one of the posters that's, uh, kind of in, in part of the goodies. Yeah, and everybody swears by this. I don't have the capacity to play the Blu-ray audio and the best surround thing. From what I understand, if you find if you have a good system, it'll change the way you listen to music. I don't have that capacity, so I have a Blu-ray player. You can play it on that. I played mine on my play. I played mine on my PlayStation. Do you tell the difference? It couldn't really because it was coming through my uh, my sound bar that I have hooked up to my TV. Yeah, exactly. So, So right. Yeah, right. that's tough. Yeah, it's kind of a weird method of listening to music because I don't know how many people have access to components that can play this other than putting it in your Blu-ray player or your uh, your PlayStation. Because I I don't have I don't have my that stuff hooked. I have it hooked up to a soundbar and a subwoofer, not like stereo speakers. You know what I mean? But that's okay. Yeah. So that's really it. The uh, box set. I think they hit it out of the park. You can't complain at what they give you. I, I no. honestly, I, I'm not complaining. I don't like the price. I think it should go back to where it was 177. I think 300 bucks is, is ridiculous. And uh, if I saw it now, I'd wait. I'd wait to get a better price. I think it's overpriced at 300. Yeah, I've given you my opinion this before. As a Metallica fan, Metallica gives you LPs, CDs, DVDs, and all these goodies for a price point of around 235, 250, give or take. This is originally priced at $300 for a book, a couple CDs, and, and some trinkets. Now, I'm 
we just talked about. I'm not. We'll give you our final thoughts on it, but that's that's a ridiculous price point right there. And then you have to spend an extra sixty bucks, I think it is, on the th- colored three LP. So that's that's a lot. The, the the vinyl should be part because the box is the size of a vi- of vinyl. The vinyl should be in the box. Yeah. yeah but anyways, that's beside the point. But overall, I'm happy with the product. I'm glad they put it, this out. I'm hoping they'll continue this trend. I hope this will sell. I hope people will uh, continue to purchase these. And uh, I can't wait to what they come up with next. I think this is a a great product. I do. I just think it's a little overpriced, but I can't complain. They gave uh, creatures some love. Yeah, I'm never going to complain. This is the stuff that we want, stuff that's unique, stuff that's collectible, stuff that's fun. They're giving you the best of both worlds. They're giving you the goodies and the merch that you love. Uh, and they're giving you new music. I mean, m- uh, some people do, you know, do you need rock and roll hell alternate take 14 B or whatever the fuck it's called? <laughs> Maybe not, but we have it now and we didn't have it before. Uh, you're getting demos of songs, you know, stuff that I had never heard of before. Now I have it. And it also answered a question. Can Kiss do anything with Eric Carr or Vinnie Vincent or are they? And this ans- this also answers the question about people saying oh off the soundboard i want something from creatures so well that now you know why you didn't get that because now you got you got this but you're right reissuing things with vinnie and eric it it can be it can be done yeah i can't see like they're missing stuff there's no vinnie demos no right no i you know they're they're out there somewhere someone has them but and it leads me to think there's no way vinnie doesn't sue them he sued him for the stupidest shit. There's no way he doesn't sue them for saying I should get a cut off this box set. You're using my images. Not that yeah. he's going to win. He will lose. Uh, well, I have no idea if he has any legal grounds to sue them. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know think that his... ever matters whether he has legal ground or not. Right, 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 right. Good point. Good point. Interesting stuff. We'll see what happens with that down the road. Yep. And definitely but, in the future, we will break down these demos and stuff like we did with Destroyer. So uh, this is just the. This is we've come up with a plan like we always do. This is how we do these box sets. We break them down kind of visually, descriptively, and then eventually we'll get into the music. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tom. So what we do next is a question of the week. What do we got? That's right. We got one from our buddy Aaron from the Ridiculous Rock Record Review podcast. Great guy. Great podcast. Please check him out. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Martell, he's on Twitter and Facebook. His podcast is great. He has been given the gift of being able to break down and review an album in not three hours. Yeah, so, I don't know how he does it. I listen uh, to his episodes. I'm like, you know what? He was very thorough, and it's a good episode, a good breakdown of the album. Why is it? <laughs> where are the other two hours? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I was I was lucky enough and happy to, enough to be a guest on there. We broke down the Bad Company debut album. Uh, so check him out. Great guy. So he, he asks us this. Paul Stanley eats a different type of mushroom on his wood-fired pizza and agrees to come on your show. What are you asking him? No. Now, he says, what are your top three questions you ask him? Let's narrow it down because we don't want to be here for another six hours, although we love Aaron. We love his question. One question paul says yeah i'll come on shout out loudcast i'll give you 30 minutes of my time oh i okay so i don't have anything specific i don't either i would i would probably ask him songs 
Okay. Uh, I, I, for me, the questions that don't like, I want to hear the breakdown of how he came into like certain songs. When you did this, when you did this, who came in with this idea? And uh, when did you say this? Or I, I would do that. The, I would ask him a song. I'll come up with three things. Anyways, the second thing I would, I'd do, I'd get into a fucking discussion with him about his goddamn opinion about the set list. Yep. The third thing I would do, I would get into, um, does he understand that, uh, how he, I don't know. I want him to stay on the show. I don't want him to leave. I would try to talk to him about Peter and okay. how, why can't he just leave it be? We know he's, he's got a, he's a passionate man with a short fuse and he's got some annoying tendencies, but you seem to always pick at him when you tell people to move on. Why do you keep going back to him specifically? Yep. And can oh. you move on? Okay, without with not a lot of time to prepare for this question, off the top of my head, a couple things pop in. One thing we've already brought up, and that would be Paul. You've done Soul Station. It's great. We reviewed the album. We really enjoyed it. Explain to me why you embrace this music now when 45 years ago and to this day you still destroy what Peter did on his 78 solo album. Mm -hmm. Why? Is that because of your dislike for Peter and you wanted to put him down or what? Yeah. Uh, then I would bring up again something that we've talked about, Paul. When the Kiss Cruises started, you were very interactive with the fans. You dug super deep into set lists, and as the c- cruise progresses, there's less of that. The only way to see you is to buy a piece of your art. The set lists are paper thin, like end of the road. What? What? It? You know? What's your theory on that? Why you do it? You know? Obviously, you're gonna be like, "What are you talking about? Fans love it. It's sell. We sell out. Blah blah blah." Um. And then I would say when Ace left the band and Vinny came in, how quickly did you decide that this guy is not right for the band? Did you hit it off? Did, did you hit it off with him musically and say, this guy's a supreme talent, but he's a little out of his mind, but we've dealt with people who are out of their mind or was there, did it come to a point where like, this guy is just beyond destructive He's unlike something we've ever experienced with Peter or Ace, and we can't have him. I bet you you'd say the first time I looked at him on stage, like, all right, enough. Cut the solo off. Right. He brushed me off. Yeah. Paul was like, fuck that. Yeah. Now, we're all living in fantasy land. Not because, I mean, maybe maybe Paul will come on. If we do another 200 episodes, maybe he will. But when I say fantasy land, there's no way on planet Earth that he would not disconnect his Zoom call if we asked him any of these questions. He would never put himself in a position to get questions like this. Never. That's why he does all he does. That's although I will say this, Zeus, we talked about this. I was very surprised and impressed that he that that stories with star child thing that that was complete i shouldn't say completely unscripted no actually that one was unscripted that was just people coming up to line and talking to bear and taking the microphone because here's the thing if somebody asked him something personal out of out of out of line he would have embarrassed him and attacked him like he did with the youtube guy yeah he would have attacked him and and all the people in there would protect him and jump on paul i'm like yeah fuck you good point good point no one can get away with it good point Uh, but awesome question aaron and we'll yeah. know when we have uh, Paul on next week when we ask him these questions. Yeah, happy 200th. Yeah, we're going to have Paul. We're going to have Paul Rizzo, though, not Paul Stanley. 
<laughs> Paul Rizzo. We'll have uh, Paul Heider on before we have Paul Stanley on. Don't put that in his head. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that might happen before Paul Stanley comes on. We could get Paul Heider on. We could get him. <laughs> I don't know. It's a big, it's a big get. If we can, <laughs> then again, we got fucking Casada on the show. So that's true. But he wasn't doing anything, anyways. <laughs> He never is. All right, Tom, where can people find us? Best place to find us is our wonderful website, shoutoutloudcast.com. Shoutoutloudcast.com. Go there. You can find everything about our show, all of our episodes, all of our rankings, our ARC episodes, including the brand new Rage Against the Machine, uh, our Dorm Damage Sidecasts, our Zeppelin Chronicles. Everything's on there. And then on the main page, you got links to join our Patreon. You got links to shop on our Amazon link. You have links there for our social media. Everything is there. That's the best place to go to find out about our show. And then, of course, we're very active on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that. We're there. Please check us out. Follow us. Tag us. Interact. We love that. And, of course, our email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please email us. We try to read them all during the show. Sometimes we keep them private. And if there's any comment that you want to not be read on the show, please let us know because we got loud mouths and we'll read everything. Whether it's a DM or an email, uh, we're cool with that. If you want to have a conversation with just us and not the rest of the world, that's fine. Uh, And as we mentioned earlier, our wonderful Patreon family, patreon.com, the link on our website or the app, Patreon. Check us out. Please become part of the family. And speaking of families, we're part of the wonderful Pantheon podcast network of incredible music, rock, rap, reggae classic rock whatever they're all there great stuff check them out pantheonpodcast.com tom i always tell people they can dm us on twitter facebook instagram uh please subscribe to our youtube channel that's growing can't believe it people don't want to see our faces tom they want to hear us i think that's what it is yeah that's why it's growing uh give us one of those five star star Child reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Facebook, uh, Podchaser.com. I think you got one you wanted to read for us, Tom, right? I did. I got a a Facebook recommendation, which is really cool. And this comes from John Kozis. Forgive me, John, if I'm uh, mispronouncing that. So John recommends Shout It Out Loudcast. And he writes, Shout It Out Loudcast is the best podcast around. So professional and always good to their fans that they make the others sound like amateurs. If you're looking for a fun-filled podcast about Kiss, album reviews, the 80s, 90s, and related topics, and don't mind laughing at yourself, reflected in the hosts, look no further as you won't be disappointed. Five stars. John, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, We love those recommendations. We love the reviews, everything. And, John, we really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Thank you. Yeah, so appreciate that, John. Thank you very much. Tom, what we like to do is we like to end on famous last words. You got any? Oh, I do. He's on the edge. He can feel it in his heart. This time, the pressure's really on. He's going to fight it. He might even steal a guitar. This time tomorrow, he'll be gone. You love that. Love that song. So good. So good. In the night. Oh, I can feel it. Time slips away. If I can't pay, 
I will steal it. Nice. Just like that guy Gene put up about oh, crime doesn't pay. Hunter crime Bear. doesn't pay. But thanks for buying that T-shirt, although it looked like a Walmart bootleg. <laughs> yeah, some guy had a Kiss T-shirt caught on camera stealing. Dude, Gene's Twitter is freaking awesome. Gene's so funny. I love Gene. Love him. Tom, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, thank you. We hope that you guys had a very happy Thanksgiving. And since it's Thanksgiving season, thank you guys tremendously from the bottom of our hearts for all your love and support. You guys rock. You guys are the best. Thank you so much again. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, Enjoy this episode. Hopefully you made it through all the cruise episodes, but we love you guys. And uh, stay tuned next week, 200. Thank you, Zeus, as always. Peace out, Girl Scout. Is this some kind of bust? Well, it's very impressive, yes, but we need to ask you a few questions. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.